Johnny's back. Better than ever, Johnny's back. Iconic and clever with Alexandra. It's a Johnny Spot. Can you hear me? Listen to this song. This is not what I was expecting after all that. That's what I like to do on the Johnny Spot. <laughs> you really like to surprise me. I always keep you guessing. I love it. Welcome. Show number three. Episode number three. Number three. Every week it's a surprise how we're going to open... I might have to play this song in its entirety at the end of the show. Do you know what this song is? It's Bebop. Yeah. Just enjoy it for a second, okay? We got nowhere to go. like that song i, really I had do. a i had a awakening this past week let's talk about it i have so many awakenings lately i thank god it's why we made a podcast listeners out there how are our levels do you hear do you hear alex and me okay text me throw me a text let us a, know call yeah. the listener line well you know i'm doing that out of practicality but i'm also doing that because i want to engage our listeners <laughs> I do too. There's All six, three of them. No, there's six people in the room, Alex. Stop it. Yeah, and one Who of them's not are me. Are you still strangers? Are you are still in the room? Any of them overseas? I have disappointing news for you. First no. of all, don't tell me we've lost an entire <laughs> demographic. We're down to one percent in Austria. No. <laughs> yeah. What happened? I don't know. It must have been something you said. What did we talk about last week? What was so Austrian upsetting? Wait, somebody's saying they don't hear me. <gasps> oh, my mic's not going out to the live feed. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. We have to start over. What do you mean? Now they hear me. Okay, let's start over. Start over what? How do we start over? There's so much has happened. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Hello. Hello. How are you? Great. How are you? Thank God for our live listeners. You know what? We got a team out there that's looking out for us. Welcome everyone to the Johnny Spot. Well, do you, do, hold on though. Been? Hold okay. on though. Let's just listen to the song for just a goddamn second, okay? God damn it. I feel like everyone's already heard me. And my take on this song. It's so good. Alex, we just did uh I can't say any of the stuff I said before because <laughs> no. we could they could hear me. I can fix all the things I said before. Which is oh, that's right, in post. You can fix it in post. Only no, the live I, listeners got no, this. No, I mean I can just fix it in uh 
Oh, take that in. Take that in. Take that in. I will, I'll, I'll take it in. Listeners, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, dear listeners, you won't realize that we just did a, a beautiful opening for 10 to 15 minutes. There was no, a horse. There was a horse. Nobody could hear me. Oh my God. But thank God. Could they hear the horse? They did hear the horse. Are you going to put the horse in the in the show for the people who aren't here live? The five people, and I'm I one could, of them. So the maybe. four other people. Maybe. Did you like the horse that much? I, I. It's just I didn't understand what was happening, where it was going, and then slow jams mbop started, which was not what I was expecting after the horse. And I just feel like, don't people want that journey? It was. It was. It was very pleasurable for me. So what I'm hearing is you want the horse back in. There was some circus music at one point. Yeah. Well, then, it was, yeah. then it was olden times. That's the pre-show, though. You've got to show up for the live for the pre-show music. I, the pre-show music never makes it to the podcast. Oh, see? It's a little it's a little sweet spot for you live listeners. What did we talk about in all that dead air when you and me were talking, but nobody could hear me? Did we say anything that was highly important? I don't I don't know. We were just talking about the slow jams mbop, and uh, yes. I don't know. Our listeners could tell us because they could hear me talking. My spiritual no awakening. Please. I had another spiritual awakening. That's I an, right. A I had a dream. Oh. I had another dream. Okay. Um, I really want to play only music from the time frame of 1994 to 1997, but cover versions on oh. this show. Was that your dream or is that coming to you right now? That was my dream. Oh, okay. How does that, can you walk us through how that plays out in a dream? Because that just sounds like a thought or an idea, but like in your dream, is someone <laughs> telling you that? Are you talking I to I guess me? I'm using the Are word dream the lightly. Oh, okay. This was more of a, a, vision. Of a vision. This was more of a sort vision. Of a, yeah. A, yeah, okay. A vision or a, a, an idea, a spark of creativity. Correct. Okay, I hear you. And Less of a sleeping dream. Correct. Like one of our dear listeners had the other night about a certain sexual relation she was having with Mr. Michael Jordan. Did that happen? Oh, yes. yes. Remember? Remember? Yes. Yes, I did hear that. We won't name names. We'll just have to, the other three of, three of you will have to wonder which one it is. We're up to five. We're I act like they know the each other, all five listeners. And I'm one of them, and I do know two of them. <laughs> Don't you think that's a brilliant idea I had, though? Vision, dream? Yeah. Because here's the reason why. I don't want to play... I mean, we're always going to... We always like to close and open with a song, but I don't want to play just music because I think we could get sued for that or at least pulled down because you, you can't do that on a, on a podcast. Oh, okay. Like radio shows, they... they license that stuff correct but what yeah. i can play is uh, youtube covers and there's a tremendous amount of youtube wonderful youtube covers from and i really think that works that's more your medium anyway i mean you yeah. I you are just not trying to play anything that's that's happening on a top 40 radio you are looking for correct very strange woman in her 60s covering it in her linoleum tiled kitchen well i have to tell you like i was better. listening to the old high school radio show a little bit before we started about an hour ago i just turned it on in the background just to see if something would to get your juices going yeah okay my self-loathing juices 
I was hoping that maybe something would play that would be like a nice little sound bite I could play, but there was, it was it was all horrible. But the, actually, one thing that was interesting is for like ten to fifteen minutes we played just the OJ hearings. Oh, talk about a time capsule there! I remember that that time. Yeah, why were you playing? You were playing it. You were just playing it for fifteen minutes, just like while people are driving to school, they're <laughs> like, "God, so. I gotta get to John's take on this." <laughs> yeah, no, not even any commentary, just just straight up from CNN to WNTH. Wow! So that was interesting, I thought. But God, the music I played on that old show—some of it is is brilliant. But let's face it, ninety percent of it was Dream Girls. Yeah. And uh, the other percent, I did a lot of, I uh, had some Hollis Whitney. Resnick bootlegs. Hollis, definitely some Hollis. Yeah. Which we have to talk about a little bit, too. I'm going to tell you this. Are you going to tell us the story about, oh, well, no. I see, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say about, about a, your fellow Chicago thespians. It's a slippery slope. It's okay. hard. I'm going to let you lead on this. Well, I'm gonna, I am going to tell you this story about, it's not really a story, but it's a video you should watch. My friend Rob Lindley is with Stuart Talent Agency, and they did this amazing... I am with Stuart Talent Agency. In Chicago? Yes. You sent me this the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, and I, I listened to it. Yeah, well, in, did in you watch York, it? but in Chicago. I did. I watched half of it, yes. It's so good to me, but it's so very Johnny Spot, right? Because so much on the old show, I talked about local Chicago theater. Mm-hmm. It was such a hot topic because I saw it all and was obsessed with it all. And um, he had on Felicia Fields... And Ife Butler. I enjoyed their their dynamic oh, and their friendship very much. Which you don't have any idea how special those women are to me. And they started talking about Marriott Lincolnshire, and I thought of you right away. Yeah, they started talking about a show that I saw at the Marriott Lincolnshire in 1986. Of which the two one? of them, in the very first show they they met, the, they love the, hot macado. They love hot macado. The Wiz, which I saw, and the, the Wiz. Wiz, and Nine- weren't you? No, yes, they did talk about the Wiz because they were talking about being all the witches. Yes. And how they tried. Oh, I'm so happy you listened to it. Oh, yeah, I watched it. 1986. It was life-changing for me, and I'll never forget it. I walked in the front of the Marriott, and Kenny Ingraham was the scarecrow, and he was warming up on the balcony, and it blew my mind. Like, I felt like that was part of the show, like, that he was, like... Do you feel like that show was as good as the co-op review that we performed there um, with all the girls in their beautiful red dresses? The, the Wiz was much better. It was? Yes. Oh, okay. It was highly, Did you feel like it was close? Uh, not even close, really. Okay. Right. But it was highly um, controversial because they cast Susan Moniz, another incredible Chicago talent, as Dorothy. And she is... Uh, Portuguese, I think, but it was very controversial because she they cast a non African American actress as Dorothy in The Wiz. Mm. It was on the news and everything, and that was so pre nineteen eighty six. I mean, that was pre mm-hmm. a lot of those sort of scandals, I mean, very important pivotal scandals like Miss Saigon. Remember that one? Do I remember Miss Saigon? Yes. Do I remember the scandal behind it? Uh, no, I do not remember the scandal behind it. Jonathan Price was the original. Um, yes, he was the original engineer. Engineer, and he was a white guy. But it was a huge thing where the Asian community came out and they're like, uh, no, you can't do that. Like, there's tons of us ready to do this part. Like, why is Jonathan Price playing us? And all the people putting on the show were like, focus on the helicopter. Yeah. So right. anyways, so long story short, I think everybody should go watch that video. It was 
so wonderful to me. <clears throat> it was a very adorable conversation of two women reminiscing about and their, two working about their actresses, lives as is, at working actresses. Yeah. Yeah. Which is two top tier Chicago working actresses and how fucking hard it is to, yeah. you know, make a living and make a life as, as a working actor, actress. Yeah. So you're with Stewart Talent Agency. I know. Do you like how I dropped that I had an agent in there? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm with them. Yeah. like everybody was like, of course she is. Well, what's funny uh, is I, when I would, I told my friend Rob, I'm like, I want to talk about that amazing interview you did. I'm like, where do I send people? And it's Vimeo's, you go to Vimeo and you search for Stuart Chicago. Because uh-huh. if you get Stuart talent, if you get their webpage, it's yeah. just a bunch of self tapes. Oh, so it's like hours of people just doing auditions. Oh God! Who wants to watch that? I mean, if maybe I, I mean, do. You do. You do. Actually, <laughs> I take that back. I, you I want mean, to watch that when we run out of content during quarantine. <laughs> now I'm thinking of it. I, I also want to watch it. Not for I mean, hours, don't you? But I want to. Ta- I want to. Ta- I want to spin the dial and see where I land. And pick well, the someone. first one you go, the first guy up, he's got like 20 on there. So I'm like, you could do a feature length film with just the one dude doing oh, auditions. You can't do. You can't have 20. Oh, don't do that. God, being an actor is tough, isn't it? I I stopped doing it, so I <laughs> we wouldn't all know. did. I would. We not all did. Know. I I had a very short career, if if we could even joke and but say you're it still was fun. a not voiceover acting. actress. Yes, you do a lot of voiceovers. Here. That's that's a form of acting, isn't it? It is. It is sometimes. It's not. I mean, if there's, it's not like I would feel like the cartoon acting. Sometimes they'll. I. I ha, sometimes they'll. I'll, I'll get to do something and I get really excited about it because it's like a character thing or it's a. I you get do, to do mostly mostly fun. stuff like this. Here, let me. Love oh Latisse. Now with Rory. <laughs> if Latisse is right for you, we'll strip it. We'll strip it. We'll just strip that bitch. <laughs> You ever seen damage just disappear? Well, you're in luck. Act now. Mako is offering 20% off body labor. Alexandra Hartley Leonard. Oh, I would, knew I was never going to regret sending that to you. Keep them coming. I know. I did. You asked me to do that, and I did. That was before. Was the that last before one was really great, and I can't seem to find it. Yeah, that was Don't before we did this. Don't even worry about it. When I yelled and got mad. <laughs> yeah, at the whole theme of the commercial. You you took umbrage with the whole product. I was so tired, and my, I was just sounded so tired, and I gave up. So you just, that's your day-to-day. You just sit in that's your closet and I with the foam on the walls. Put the foam on the walls. That's where I am now. <clears> and <throat> I do that. Um, or, or I do, like, tutorials, or if you go to LexisNexis, I do a lot of their stuff. So l- what I'm saying is, let's get back to the fact that it's not acting as much as it is talking. You were the voice of Match.com. I was. Again, not acting, but yes. I mean... For a while. That was, what, that that, was how I got Tell us that story a little bit. How did that even happen? You That was like a real working girl moment, right? That, Didn't you like wander into the right room with a cup of coffee and you were like, here's your papers, Mr. So-and-so, and they're like, that voice... That, can we just leave it at that? That that's so much so much more interesting. <laughs> that's how I remembered it. It was more like I And you were in like a really you were like a short skirt with like mm-hmm. your boobs pushed way up and a yep, I was French ready. twist and a pencil in the hair. Sticky red lipstick. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> Oops. That was me. Sorry I spilled this coffee. So sorry, you. I just wanted to talk to you guys. Yep, yeah. that was how it happened. Very Peggy um, Sawyer. Yes. No, I was an assistant at a production company. 
Um, and they and were they got hired to do like a new type of commercial, which is how those commercials were with that like sort of taping live dates. Um, and then huh? so it was like, they, do you remember those commercials? I don't know if, you, if anyone Taping live dates. Oh, yeah, for Match.com. Like, they like the... got people, real people to come in. Okay. And they what got year was this around? They go on dates. Because um, things move so fast lately. They do move fast. So this was like right when 2000... the dating app things hit, which is now there's like a thousand of them. But don't you feel like Match.com really? No, no, no. This what? was way, way I mean, Match.com's been around forever. But um, I don't know. I think I was married when this happened. If not, I was, I was, yeah. So I think it was like 2009-ish. Okay. Um, oh, and okay. 2010, So again, maybe? in my memory, it was like 2002. No. Oh, God, no. I was slogging along doing so many jobs I hated. Um, and I, w- I finally was like, oh, I'm going to be in production. I want to work in production. But like I had very little production experience. And so I was the assistant to two people who had this production company who got the gig to do these match.com. And then the editor came in. And because I sat at the front because I was the assistant, yeah. he was like, can you come lay down some scratches, scratch tracks for me? Yeah. And I will tell you this, I, and I would, I, would, I would be embarrassed to make up this story. I will tell you this. The moment he said, will you come lay down some str- scratch tracks for me? I was like, ding, 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 ding. I definitely knew it was an opportunity yeah. because when I had been acting, I had also wanted to do voiceover and yeah. I knew that people got booked off scratch tracks. So I think... Previously to that, he, they were having a lot of people who actually cared and gave a shit about working in production, which, as we later learned, I did not. Um, and and so they would just come in and, like, you know, they would read it how scratch it was. They're like, Meh. at match.com, you can do whatever. And, but I went in and I was like, I, I didn't do anything special, but I was like, okay. And then I went in and, I, and he goes, oh, wow, you're really that you're you're good at that and I was like oh well you know and I kind of passed it off and I really didn't think I kind of was like glad to do it because it was something creative and it wasn't like fetching someone's lunch um but then later uh then they had me come back they kept having me come in and lay more scratches and they kept changing the script and they kept doing this and they kept doing that and then at one point all of a sudden different like people who were higher up kept coming and being like, can you come do this? Can you come do that? And then finally it was almost like begrudgingly, like they didn't want to tell me <laughs> they were like, well, the thing is, is that you're probably going to get this gig. They're probably going to, they're probably going to actually have you do it. And then that's when the sort of like everybody trying to like nickel and dime me a little bit, but I was like, who cares? Yes, I'll do it. I'll, I would have done it for free. Yeah. I mean, even just to be able to send it to an agent and say, I am currently on this commercial is like, that's all you wanted was to have a, I mean, you know this, to have something airing to be like, I'm currently this. Yeah. Somebody well, that's, will be a, that's a part of the, the fascinating little nuggets you get out of the Felicia Fields, Ife Butler interview right. is so much that they talk about is, you know, it's the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it's true. Like they, they full on say like, it's not about being the most talented person in the world. It's about, do people like you? Do you show up on time? Were you just lucky to walk in the door at the moment? Totally. It's, it's just gotta be a perfect storm. So you can't take not working personally, but God, these poor actors right now, they're all, they're all out of work. Yes. Well, yeah. Self tape a go-go. And even the shows I'm thinking like, you know, when I finished Ozark, I'm like, are we going to get a new season? Shouldn't they be filming the next season now? Is everything going to be delayed now? Everything's of, gonna, oh, yeah. Everything's going to be delayed now. All the shows? Sure. 
So I exactly. Don't think, I don't think anything's taping right now. We're going to run oh. out of content. We're going to be watching that dude self tape on Stuart Talent Vimeo. <laughs> that's going to turn into a show. People are going to take the shit that's out there. Remix it. Cut it up. Put it together. This is your opportunity. You're very good at that. Well, here we are. We're on the air. And here we are. Telling the people the things. All six of them. We're up to seven. I know. Well, but I'm one of them, so I'm not counting myself. We have a very special guest today. I would like to talk about this guest because, again, in the business, am I right? Yeah. Let's hear it. Well, what do you want me to say? Well, I want. I'm I not want... very good with transitions, and once again, I'm I'm, I'm curious about my glasses. If I should <clears> take <throat> them off or take them on, and I realize something now. Mm. It's because of the headphones. Remember when I kept saying that? I oh, gotta yeah. take the. It's because oh, yeah, the no, headphones are pinching my glasses. Yeah, it hurts. And when you're when you're done, if you have, I wear glasses every day and headphones, and I definitely get like a bruise, like on right on where my glasses are lay behind my ears. It doesn't feel good. I got to go back to contacts, but for who? That's yeah, so we have a very special guest, and I guess I should just call him. Yeah, we'll just get the ball rolling. Let's so let's see. Here you we go. Here. To, you don't want to tell everybody who he is or how you met. You want to bring him on for. <sighs> Maybe he should explain that himself. Great. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. All right. This is a little technical uh, troubleshooting music for you. Okay. Good. Let's see. Oh, here he is. Oh, I think I lost you now. Damn it. I lost her now. Hello. 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 You're on the air. I lost my co-host though. Let's let's call her back. Oh no. I'm still I'm figuring sorry. out all this technical stuff. Have you been listening? I No, I've been watching <laughs> TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is she back? I'm back. I'm back. I'm still getting the swing yes. of things. Hi, co-host. Oh, hello. How are you? So it's this so is a weird moment for me I because guess. I've known you both Almost the same amount of time. I think I know known Alex like two more years longer, one more year longer, maybe. That's, but you've never, never met, no, or no, talked uh, to each other. No, we've or never spoken met. to, no, or been on a radio met. show together. You have been on my radar, but you only really came oh. on my radar once the social media started because I was like, oh, yes. look at this person who yes. is so delightfully commenting on my friends' things, and I, I was yeah, like, always. What is this? My interest is peaked. So what? And now we have time. And now we can hash it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to John last night, and I'm like, "You got to come on the show because your quarantine is so flipping different than my quarantine." And I think that's a lot of what we want to sort of. What's the word when you put everything in a box and you bury it? What's that word? A time capsule. Sure. We want to time capsule this moment. On the air. I literally was like, what is that when you bury something in a box? <laughs> when you bury something in a, a box. A coffin. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, yeah. Just bury some shit in a box. That's what right. We're, yeah. Um, no, yes. On different people's experiences. And so far, we've really barely touched you know what? We're gonna, about ours. But we're going to forget this. Are we going to forget this? No, we're not going to forget this. What well, are you I mean, talking about? I just mean, do you know, like once we're out and quarantine is over and everything's different, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as crisp of a memory as us talking about it right now. And I think we might listen back just the way I listened back to the old shows and hearing us listen to OJ and talk about it's like, 
I the specifics of it are are lost. I remember that perfectly, but oh my god. Yes. I often think of OJ and the quarantine as very similar. Don't you? You put them together. Is OJ yeah, well, in jail now? I don't even know where he is right now. No, he's not in jail. But let's think about it. He was wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So am I. Going. Exactly. Yeah. He mm-hmm. probably had a mask on while killing people. I mean, he, you know, he's a smart mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was getting chased in a car because he wasn't supposed to be out in public in a That's car. right. That's right. That's true. That's right. Yeah. This is all very, I just. Very realized. full circle, which is an expression I learned last week that I like to say a lot. I'm like, let's circle back. I think I said that 72 times on the last time <laughs> show. I'm constantly circling back, Good. which makes sense because I do like to circle back. Um, okay, so wait. Now I'm I'm gonna circle back yeah. to you two. So you Thank two, you. take the reins, babe. I I just wanna I just wanna so that the listeners can go on this journey with me. Yeah. The two of you oh, met. No. Let's talk about yeah. how. First of all, your name is also John. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Correct. And you guys We're are already twins. Friends. Right. But you are J. You John with an H. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. So. Yeah. There's there's the difference. You're like and a regular Barbara Walters here. I I really am. You can see <laughs> the hard hitting questions. You so your name is John, and your name and is John. Your name is John. Okay, and so and you guys met how John? Okay, H. we met. No, please. So we the met performing at Six Flags Great America. Together. Let's just take a moment for that. Yeah. Because that made me so happy. Thank when I told you. my husband tonight that we were going to be interviewing you, and he said, oh, uh, who is he? And I go, oh, he's um, a friend of John's who he met at Six Flags. And he kind of stopped for a second. And I go, when he was doing the shows, and he was like, oh, he thought for a moment I met, like, on a roller coaster. <laughs> we met getting that a, would be a big turkey leg. Like, getting funnel cake. And I was right. like, hey, what, who <laughs> like, are you? 25 years later or whatever. Here All right, we but are. continue. I'm sorry. Oh I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah, so no, you no. So we were in the shows together. Yeah. And I honestly think, I don't know if it was the whole time, but I was kind of one of my big jobs was driving you yes. to work every day. Like we carpooled. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so we, we got that to really Which Alex will appreciate because I, they, they like to call me everybody's favorite passenger. <laughs> Really? Because I'm not a I'm not a good driver. My job was to drive John to school every day for a period of time. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Yep. You it was a wonderful job. You wonderful would drive job. me. Yeah. And can yeah. we tell what you were? I think we can. I I was yeah, we can now because who, who was gives someone a fuck? Go, come out of quarantine to sue me? No, they're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, tell, tell them what you yeah, were. Yeah, so I so, I so we were performers was, well, there. We I, weren't running the running the the rides. They didn't. We weren't, love, they weren't like, avid fans, right? Yeah, correct. We weren't just, no, we were in the shows. Correct. And at the time, I think in my contract it said that I was friends, very good friends with Bugs Bunny. I think is how they put it. <laughs> Even okay. in the contract. Yeah, I think they said I was very good for. I just had to tell people I was close. I assisted yeah. Bugs Bunny. But oh, you were okay. Bugs Bunny. You yeah, were Bugs I Bunny. Assisting that meant I like had to get into fur and a fiberglass head. Oh, you were assisting. Around. You were assisting him come alive. For yeah, the I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So John okay. was Bugs Bunny, and I was just a human in a pink, that's shiny. What we call, that's what we called him. A yes. human. In human. a pink, shiny blazer, crop top oh. blazer. Yeah. God, beautiful. Platinum blonde With hair. puppy sleeves. Platinum yeah. blonde hair, they kept making me cut shorter because there was rules with Six Flags that men could only have hair so long. Yeah. So wow. they kept making me cut it shorter and I kept trying to get away with it because I was very into my longer hair then. So I would just like and pin it. So I'd do a baby barrette. Remember it? I'd do a lot of a lot of baby barrettes. Yeah. <laughs> I would do them too, but remember, not inside the costume. Drew yeah. Barrymore yeah, was big like, at that I time. I would imagine you had more freedom with your hair. No, because um, it was no, it was no. when you were an employee we had when you the, walked through the yeah we had the in. same rules oh, even though God. nobody could see me I had to have the same rules just wow. for being in like the cafeteria and checking in and yeah, yeah but what was weird it's is really John... super can we just talk about that for a second how like heteronormative um, can they still do that tell men they can't I have think they longer can, hair but. Well, I know Disney still does. Disney definitely me, oh, has. You a love plan. Disney. You should work at Disney, but you'd have to cut your hair. And I'm like, forget it. But my isn't that is, like a sexist thing? No, this yeah, is like listen. this is like how like oh you have to wear a suit or you know no yeah. shoes no service. I don't know. Somehow it all ties in. Well, yeah. What if you're gender nonconforming? That doesn't have anything to do with your hair, according to Six Flags. Yeah. No, but it yeah, does, like you because the women Disney, can have long hair, and the men can only have short hair. So if you're gender non-conforming, what are you going to do with that, Wait, Disney? I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I have some secret info on that. Oh, good. So, well, before I get into that, I just want to say that, John, you wore really red lipstick <laughs> I did. in the I did. show. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, I had so to I'm have... confused. You, you somehow couldn't have your hair long, but the red lips were a-okay. I'm so glad you circled back to that. <laughs> yeah, I had to have a speaking to. Um, because yeah. we all, all the humans in the show, right? We got a little yeah. out of control with our makeup back there because, you know, you had to do a little stage makeup. But if you're going to dab on a little powder, you might as well do a red lip. Might as well do a full lip. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We had a speaking yeah, to. Yeah, but. John toned down so the I lipstick. Went... <laughs> yeah. And I. The audience I is two feet away. <laughs> the audience can see the color. You're winning. And it's clashing with your pink, sparkly top. Oh, totally. And his blonde hair. It was like a big, like, shiny. It was like, you were like a walking Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love it. That makes me sad. So I went to Disney in January. And I went to Star Wars land. Yeah, just this past. Like, I was there, and we knew there was an issue. And I heard kids coughing, and I was like, don't come near me. Like we kind oh, of this knew was like China COVID. was having, yeah, it was like China was having a problem. Sure. It was like the second to last week of January. So okay. China was having a problem, but nobody here was saying anything. And I just thought we're at Disney. Anything can ha-. like people come from all over the world. And totally. me and my two friends the whole time were like, nobody cough on me. Don't touch anything. Like we were aware of it. Oh, you were hip we to it. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't think, anything would happen. Like, we were just like, oh, I think we're okay. Like, we didn't even know, like, what the symptoms were. Like, we didn't know anything. Okay. But to circle back, if you will, when we went to Star Wars land, I noticed that guys had really long hair. 
Because Star Wars characters Yeah, do. Star Wars, that way it goes like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think there was like a really cool guy helping people online and he had like really long braids. Like I kind of was like, ooh, this is like the first time that I bet they had to stop the rules of Disney and they're like, we need to fix this because these are like actors. Got, yeah, we got to find Wars all land. those rules problematic. I want to express myself the way I want to express myself. So we oh. did that. We actually only did that for one summer and then we did Fright Fest for like three years after that, right? But that summer well, was, I, was I iconic. I saw Fright Fest. I never yeah. saw Bug. You I guys all Fest. missed out on, on hip, hip-hop hair. I'm sad about that now. In it was a lot. Oh, wait, you saw... You I saw, saw Fright, Fright Fest. Fest. Oh yes, I saw Fright Fest. I saw Fright Fest when John was. What John? Weren't you two? Weren't you the main boy character? But later, but then. No, but I first... never was the main boy character. Mm-hmm. I was always Igor. You were. I thought you were two different characters, but maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of somebody else. No, I mean, was... not like I somebody else. Like I know a ton of people that have been in the Six Flags Fright Fest show, but like in of your friends, did someone make it? It doesn't matter. I'm interested. Now I'm the well, person that's supposed to write me. in. <gasps> Who were you? I was, well, that's a tricky subject, but I was, I was Dracula. Okay. Probably when you saw it. But okay. then I kind of, there were some other Draculas after me that I had to come in and like do an extra weekend or two. Because you were living then, in New York always. So it was a whole thing. You were right. Like, okay. But they always seemed to need me, and so I went back. And then I created my own character by accident named Spooky Bones, which still lives on to this day. Stop it. You were an innovator of the Six Flags Fright Fest show? It was like one show, I think. Tell them that story, yeah. So there was a show. I love that this whole show has become like... (laughs) Well, it's all about nostalgia. The story... The story of Six Flags. Basically, the story uh, is that they told we you. We are definitely coming back to your I was yeah. at Disney. I don't know. No, I love this. is my favorite story. Okay. This is my favorite story. Oh, good. Of all so stories? They asked. Well, no. They asked me. I don't get short one. They asked me to come back and fill in to be Dracula for like, I don't know how long. Okay. And I was like, okay. But then there was one show, like a parade show that somebody couldn't be at. I want to say it was Lisa P and it was the bride. She couldn't be for some reason they were missing her at this parade show. So they needed an extra body, but obviously at the time they couldn't dress me up as the bride of Frankenstein, Ugh. but they just needed like a body. And so Although, they were like, isn't that a damn show. shame in retrospect? It really is. I, I didn't I even know that was even on the tape. That never I even thought... occurred to me. I, oh yeah, I, I mean at that I point, think John is that part. That's the other part I thought you were. <laughs> oh my but continue. god! But continue. Yeah. Continue. So they told me to go in to show wardrobe, which were they where they kept all of the costumes. Yeah, basically pick picture. Remember something. in Devil Wears Prada, where she got in that yeah. closet and there was all that sh- shit everywhere. All the I dropped your pants. I do. You with me? Nope. That was Sex in the City. Sorry, confusing. Continue. It was basically like yeah, a closet a giant... like that of every costume that had ever been worn at Six Flags yeah. Great America. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking through stuff. and I was... They were like, pick what you want. <laughs> yeah. So, but at the time, this is what they said to me. They said, remember, because there was like the werewolf, Frankenstein, the witch. The, you know, it was like iconic monsters. Right. So I was looking around and I was like, ooh, there's a clown costume. Oh, which now is very weird to me. So I put on this whole clown costume 
And it kind of looked like with a big hat, like I was in like, I was left eye from TLC. Like it was a little weird, but I put on this whole clown costume. I walked out and they were like, that's not scary. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like clowns are scary to people. It's terrifying. Like yeah. this fits right in. So they're like, no, that's not scary. Go back. Try again. Which was weird that they just gave me a second attempt and they didn't yeah. say like, <laughs> they didn't we'll just do say this for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say like, here's the person whose job this is. Like, She'll pick you out of costume. Nope. Just throw yeah. him in that room again. So no, my second attempt was the actual conclusion. I okay. found this like full black unitard with skeleton bones on it. Nice. But it was like, but it was only one sided skeleton bone. And I oh. literally put it on and it was the most unscary. I mean, literally I was like the skinniest little scroll. I was just in this unitard. I mean, it looked like I was going to like a dance convention and I walked out and they're like, that's it. They loved it. That's the look. Oh. They loved it. And I was like, I can't go did. out like this. I was like, I can't, no one can see me in this. So yeah. So I went out and I did the show and everyone was laughing because I was just running around in a unitard with bones on it. And then we had to get on parade floats after you remember we had to get on parade floats after the show and like go around the park. Oh. And I was just waving to kids with the back of my hand because I only had bones on one side of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just waving to kids with the back of my, they all were staring at me like, who are, who the hell are you? Like everyone was yelling at me. So I randomly out of nowhere just was like, boo, I'm spooky, spooky bones. Like out of nowhere. And to this day, people still call me spooky. Yeah. And and do the uh, iconic backwards hand wave. Well, yeah, and do the iconic backwards. Yeah. Which is kind of like how a, a beauty queen sort of, isn't that sort of like, sort of like the royal wave, but queen sort of, of England, like, a, but backwards. where you're like, kind of like waving your hand in a 360. Yeah. 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 Kind of. But just imagine putting your palm completely in front of your face and just waving like to show everyone <laughs> your knuckles. Like, it's very weird. You said, boo, did I scare you? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then I made that year, I made like holiday cards as spooky bones, like Merry Christmas cards, I think. Oh, it took off. It became a whole thing. And it really did. Now, I, do, I want to get to your quarantine, but just very quickly, since we did bring up a clown, you <laughs> oh, also no. have, I understand, a friend. Can, a friend. Do, can I say career? I don't, how do we want well, to tackle this? How exactly do I, I talk about this part of your life? I you think we need to come career, clean. I, guess. I think you need to just come I, clean. I don't know how we can do this any other way. <laughs> I don't know. Who's listening? I don't know. We, got there some, are we lost someone. So someone already got scared off by the clown talk. Oh. We're down to six. The, the, I said, boo, did I scare you? And they ran. That's yeah. it. Huh? Yes, there is a clown. You, it's a, okay. he, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very close. I'm a very close assistant. I'm always close assistant <laughs> to close people. close assistant of a clown named. Yes. To a clown named Bubbles the Clown. Bubbles the Clown. Okay. Um, who does a show every year in Utah and people seem to really like him. People okay. dig the clown. <laughs> okay. He does. He's got a huge following. And did, I mean, yeah. this, I'm, there's, I'm sort of, I know that this is just one podcast and we're just meeting and, you know, we're, we're pulling out some of the hits, but this seems for this sort of like character 
sort of seems to be a theme in your life. Did you always want to be a clown? Did it start at Six no. Flags? Did it just happen? No. Is it there a happened. wig? Bubbles, Bubbles, is a mis- Bubbles was completely a magical mistake. Okay. As uh, all things are, was... John, we talked about this on our first show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Full circle. Full circle. Um, Which you could say was born circle. in that moment of them throwing you in that thing. Don't you think that that inspired you all those years later to do the clown? This is what I'm saying. Well, but this is what's weird. So there was a Bubbles before. There was a clown in the show before. But it was also, long story short. The show is. There's he, a he, dance. It's a dance troupe. Okay. And then it's they a do da- a big. It's ha- a dance. <laughs> Not a, a troupe. troupe. Like they're, Where like, can like our listeners go? Them. To see Bubbles the Clown. Is there an Instagram that you can share with us? Yeah, there uh, is. A website? There is. Okay, please share your all of your handles and your places yeah. where you keep on the webs. Well, so if you want me personally, which is a, its own beast there, mm-hmm. you can go to the Boy Experience on Insta. Okay. And if you want Bubbles, I think, let me make sure. I think it's Bubbles the Clown 1, but the clown is with a K. <laughs> okay. We'll don't worry, listeners. We will put this all in the Johnny Spot Instagram. We we will we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, but it's very on brand because we like to make things very confusing. Yes, for, we like to make a lot of a lot of different websites. A lot of bad information. <laughs> it's bubbles with a K. Yeah. And there's a one it's bubbles and there's and a lowercase. Bubbles the boy experience with yes. a K. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Bubbles with Dot a B. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so there was a clown that did this show. The show had been going at least, I don't know, uh, six, maybe five or six years before me. Okay. And there was a clown in the show before whose name was Bubbles. And it was just one of the dancers. It was a very small piece of the show. He would come out once and do like a couple tricks and be really bad at them and then leave. And it was mainly to like do a scene change or like a costume change. But then I had gone down to do Cats down at Utah at Tuacon. Any listeners? I was at oh. Tuacon. Shout um, out to Cats. And shout, yeah, out, shout out, out to, to okay. Cats and Tuacon. And so I was there and the director and choreographer of Cats at this particular venue was the founder and director of this dance company. So right after cats was coming this other show where the clown was in the show. So a lot of the dancers from this dance company were in cats with me. Okay. So before I left the, some of the dancers were like, Oh my God, you should stay. Let's figure out a way to get you to stay. Cause we love you and we're friends. And so the director asked me if I would stay and just play this part of this clown okay. and be in really nothing else. And I was like, sure, more money, extra wheat, you know, like I'm working. Hanging out with your friends. You did that for a tremendous amount of years. 13. 13. But every year it got bigger and bigger to the point where like, I just kept writing and writing and adding myself in the show in different places to it. It got to the point of like, there were people just coming to see Bubbles. There were t-shirts with my face on it. People at stores were like, it's Bubbles. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go. I'm just dressed. I'm a human. How do you even know that? But then last year, as John was going to tell you. He did a solo show, Bubbles Only, which I helped with the merch and the the marketing. I saw all of this. I weighed in. We had a shit ton of amazing Bubbles shirts that would be great Johnny Spot merch, but they all got stolen. 
Oh, Jesus. I did all that work to get one goddamn shirt, and I didn't even get the shirt because it got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for Full merch, cir- and then the merch got stolen. Right? Full circle. Full circle. Don't live in Brooklyn. Don't live in Brooklyn if you don't want all your stuff to get stolen. Well, yes, yeah, someone He's stole- got amazing surveillance. <laughs> surveillance footage of someone stealing all the b- bubbles merch outside of his Brooklyn apartment. Yeah. And we're like, God damn, someone's going to be real disappointed when they open that <laughs> shit up. <laughs> just, I know either that or they're going to just give out bubble shirts and like buttons. Yeah. We thought we were going to see all these homeless people in bubble shirts. <laughs> Why do I got to be homeless? <laughs> That's so nice of the thief to just, you know, clothe the homeless. That's right. It's like, when my friend Nick's car got stolen and they found it in some chop shop and no. all, everything inside was gone. And he's like, all I had in there was all my Liza Minnelli, Minnelli song, <laughs> my CDs, <laughs> my Liza Minnelli CDs. <laughs> so he just pictured them all in the chop shop, just like blasting it out to Liza. Balls to you. They picked the wrong, they picked, they the, picked the wrong, wrong dude. One. They picked the wrong one. So, John, you're in lockdown, and when I was talking to you last night, I, I, it was fascinating. Your lockdown is so different than my lockdown because you're in New York. You're by yes. yourself. I was under the yes. impression that in your apartment— I was having a party. Your roommates had stayed. <laughs> no, you are totally alone in your apartment by yourself in New York. Correct. Yes. yes. And With the I'm lights on day off. 51. <laughs> day 51. And you have not— left your apartment once not even to like you're doing all delivery groceries all that type of stuff i've left twice twice in 51 days yeah john that's crazy for the people i mean that's great listening in the world who don't understand what new york apartments are like give us a size give us the size of your new york apartment thank you Oh my God, I'm really bad at that. Um, okay, it's but not like, big. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. It's bigger than big. a bread box. It's, yeah, bigger than a bread box, smaller than a classroom. Let's say that. Yeah, it's like the living room is part of the kitchen. It's just like one little, you know, and there's like a hallway and two bedrooms and a bathroom. It's not, you know, it's not the, it's not like I'm in a studio because okay. then I think I would be way more like hyperventilating if I was yeah. in a studio. Okay, so you have some but, rooms. Yeah, like I have some rooms, but I'm glad. I mean, I love my roommates, and we chat all the time about coming back. And But right now, with this space, I am glad that, like, I'm the only person that can sit on the couch and oh God, yes. use the rest, you know, like, use the kitchen. And I don't have to, like, fight my way around like anyone else. But it's a double-edged sword. Don't you kind of wish somebody was there every once in a while? No. Yeah, sometimes. No. <laughs> well, no. I do wish that, I mean, sometimes I talk to the TV and I'm like, oh, if there was just one person here for like a half hour, that would be great. Or like when I went out to get groceries, the guy ringing me up literally thought I was insane because I was like, you're the first person I've talked to in two weeks. And he's like, oh my God. But you were talking about just the logistics of your place. Like people are like, why don't you leave? Just go outside. But you have like a communal area that you've got to go through that is very contaminated. Yes. Well, I have friends that are like, listen, no one said you can't go outside. And I was like, yeah, but to get outside, it's like literally going through like a game. Like I'm in a, like a video game to get myself to a safe place outside. Right. And back in, it's like a lot of, a lot of apartments in one building. I know people are sick in the building because we have like a Facebook uh, 
page for our building only, like where we oh, all like God. say we like communicate with each other. And people How are reporting are in forever. sick. And yeah. also, and are we talking in... a walk up or elevator building? An elevator. Okay. Oh, an so elevator. It's walk up. I feel so like would touching. be smaller. Yeah, an ele- you're totally. And you have to go through like the lobby and like to right. throw away your trash. You have to open the door and then open the handle to the chute. You can't just like go outside and throw it in the bin, you know. But that's I, New York I, living. And that's what I was saying to John last night. Yeah. It's like, that's why you live in New York, right? You, you live in New York not to be in your apartment. <laughs> you live in New York to go to yeah. all the other places. Uh, you especially. You're a very... Well, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I would say like, I am probably not the best candidate for this, even though I felt pretty good so far. But like, I, say, I, I have never, well, I feel calm because I'm in my own house and I feel like, oh, I'm just watching TV and I'm getting unemployment, which I know if people aren't is a big stress Yeah. to, you know, to lose your job and not have any income. But for me, I'm like, okay, I'm getting unemployment. So I'm, you know, I'm making some money. I'm not losing everything I have. Right. And, but like, you have to understand I had to go, and I kid you not, I had to go on Facebook Live to learn how to turn on my burners on my stove. <laughs> what? Like, I have never, I have never, I've never used my kitchen or cooked until this quarantine. Because you don't know how or because you don't like well, just, to? Oh, I don't like, it's just like my schedule is very crazy. I eat out every meal. I either bring it home and get like delivery or I'll eat out with friends. I oh my even gosh. like day to day for lunch, so I'll just take, now I have takeout. so many questions about what you're making. Oh, and, and oh. can I just bring this up too? Because I have <laughs> yeah, sure. to give you a little shit for this. Because yeah. he, so he did this whole thing posting about he didn't know how to turn on his stove. And then he cooked his first meal. It was and a he, tricky. And he documented the whole thing, okay? Okay. And I commented that I wish I we could put, we might have to put the picture. I don't know if we can though, because it's a sore spot. We've, the, it, the, his meal came out, it was all one color. It was like a beige, the plate to the. What was it? Can we talk about what it was? Well, it was, that was not my first meal because that would have been really impressive. It was like two weeks in. <laughs> I decided to attempt to use the oven. Really impressive. For the okay. first time. Yeah. Okay. I tried okay. to use the oven for the first time. And one of the times I went out grocery shopping, okay. people said to me, you need to buy real food. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And people were like, get chicken. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> get and so, chicken. My favorite picture, very, very post-apocalyptic. It's people screaming yeah. through it. Super yeah, and I literally was like chicken legs. Like I didn't know what to do, so I got chicken some chicken. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, a friend of mine, sent me a two-part recipe. It was like put the chicken legs in a pot, and then they asked me what soup I had, and I had bought soup, and I said I have this cream of mushroom soup. So a friend was like, "Listen to me, I have this recipe. It's so easy. All you do is turn your oven on, put the chicken in the pot, pour the soup over it." And then just let it sit in the oven for like 30 minutes. Oh, God. And you have like this cr- this great meal. <gasps> so I was like, how do you turn on the oven? Like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, how do you know it's on? Like, you know, the basic You are truly have. like a strange man in a strange land. You've never done these things. It's like an alien come to earth. How do we work totally. this up? 
Okay. All right. Yeah, totally. okay. And he's putting all this very honest information on Facebook, how he doesn't know what he's doing. Then he posts the final product. Okay. And the picture, you just got to see the picture for itself because it's, it's funny. <laughs> Everything in the picture is all one color. Yeah. And it's like a beige. Yeah. And I think I said something like, next time, can you do all blue food? Yeah. You know, I always keep it to one color. Like a very monochromatic. Okay. I got it. Okay. Then like two hours later, he writes me back. He's like, why is everybody being so mean? <laughs> what do you mean? About my food. People came for me. Everyone, and I'm like, wait a minute. Comment. Are you really offended by what I wrote? It was a really... Yeah. It wasn't him. Hard moment for me to process. Because I had a really... What did you want people to say? Well, no, it wasn't that. It was the fact that, like, you know, if you know that you've never cooked before and you're like, I made something. (laughs) Yay. Like, I was posting it like, guys, this is a big deal. I used the oven. And the comments after John's (laughs) comments were like, oh, hell no. That's disgusting. You need to figure this out. Oh, let me help you. And I was like, ew. (laughs) I was like, no one could applaud and be like, you did so good for your I just think it's so funny. Ever. But you are aware of like the Instagram, your food culture that people are like, look at oh, this. It's got a drizzle and all. So I love that you even posted this in the first place. And then people got so upset by it. <laughs> yeah. And I even hashtag, guess what my hashtag was? I... Not a cook. <laughs> yeah. But then two hours later, I, I get a text, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" It had to, I had to like stop the TV and pause. I'm like, "Is he really upset?" I know. We need this picture. Can I? Can we put this picture on the Johnny Spot Instagram? Do we have permission? You pulled Please. it down, John. You pulled it I down. Pulled it you down. have to give it back. We need exclusive rights. We need exclusive rights. Thank you. I'll send it to you. Thank you. I'll give I'll you. Send it to you. Yeah, I know I'll people need it. <laughs> people need to see yes, this. I know people need context. But then I. I even got more extreme. Like after that, I was getting fancy, and I made these meatballs. Well, you know, I just like reheated these meatballs I bought, and I put them on a plate. And I learned from this website that Chris Elmsworth owns. Shout out to Chris. Um, <laughs> I learned he's listening. Like, he takes that. totally. I took this like maple yogurt and like drizzled it over the meatballs, and I thought I was so fancy. No, people trashed me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look what I did. This is for me. Yeah, oh. but that's when I know we were we were a little bit deep into the quarantine because mm-hmm. his reaction to actually being a little bit upset, and then mind you, it was all via text, so it was hard to gauge, was so, yeah. I was like, wait. But that night, let's be fair, that night you were on the brink yourself. Oh, God, I'm on the brink you every were, night. Like, linked. I know that. What was the what was like, the crisis du jour that night? I can't remember. You, well, that's maybe not. You didn't tell me. You literally just said to me, "You can't be mad at me because I can't take it." Oh, I was okay. like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad." Right. I was like, "This is a, if honest to God, if I just lost one of my oldest friends because I critiqued <laughs> his food because he didn't like your chicken picture." <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. this quarantine, I might just walk out the window now. Walk out yeah. the second floor. But window. I will give I will give everyone their own. I will say that I did not express what it was. Like I think when you even found out that I marinated it in cream of mushroom soup, you were like, uh, Oh, it was that's why it's that color. Well, I was backpedaling hard by that point. Yeah. 
Oh, now I, I understand. Oh, I... <laughs> My old <Yeah>. favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I only know. That old standard. Yeah, cooking 101. No, people do love to take a cream of cream of anything, but certainly a cream of mushroom soup and dump it in and and turn on an oven and call it a day. Absolutely. You, yeah. you that is that you got very um you 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 are not the first 100,000th person to do that. So And it probably was I, delicious. Yeah, I, like I just was amazed at the visual. And yeah. we, maybe we could get exclusive rights to put that on I our, would like a on our Insta. Oh, well, I'm so glad. I had, <laughs> oh, one I of our listeners plate. said, this is my favorite story. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I knew but I bought this plate. Was like I bought uh, brown plates and brown bowls because I have no oh, like, well, there's plates part or of anything. The That's part of the problem right there. It was too matchy-matchy. The whole you thing was way too matchy-matchy. Yeah. A white plate would have fixed yeah, it. Was a brown, yeah, brown, it was a brown. Brown like, on brown on brown. Yeah. When is a brown plate really ever appropriate? Are we doing brown plates now? It's supposed to make you feel better. What? It's supposed is to it? be like recycled. Yeah, it's supposed to make you feel like it's like a, a healthy choice. Okay. A brown plate? Interesting. I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay. He's in New York, like Alex. Everything like, hits there I'm first. I'm sorry. You're in New York. You know. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Like when yeah. you see like the brown, like, have you ever been to, let's say, Dig In? Do they have Dig Ins in Chicago? Alex is in Georgia. I am sadly, but do they have? Dig no, in I've in never Georgia? even heard of dig in. Uh uh-uh. uh what's dig in? Or have you have you heard of like um, what's the other one? Uh, I would call it like sweet dirt grass. It's called um, oh, sweet oh. greens. Sweet greens. Sweet greens. No, they're like places you go. There's got to be a listener that knows dig in. Well, now they just call it dig. They changed their name to just dig. Um, it's like a place you walk in. And it's like a farm-to-table, healthy fast food bowl. And like <gasps> I you pick your base. Know these things, you, yes. Yeah, like okay. you pick your base, you pick your two sides, you pick your protein, and all those places use the brown paper bowls. Oh, right, it's because like they're recycled. But are they yeah. like paper bowls? They're, they're like paper organic. bowls, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like paper, how you go to Whole have... Foods and you go to the Whole Foods salad yeah. bowl. And you're, it's yeah. like, is it a newspaper? Is it a salad bowl? I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the yeah. brown but bowl like trend does not brown... hit me. I see, I see. You were transferring that to plates. <laughs> yeah, they have, I have the bowl and the plates. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to see where we're Okay. He's got the bowls okay. and the plates. <laughs> merch. The... I think this could be a good How merch opportunity. Is in quarantine or were they already at your apartment? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, this was the one, the first time I left the apartment was to get groceries. To get and plates? with those groceries came with the plates and bowls. Well, I and I had, really had a full forks. experience. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then I didn't leave for a while because everyone stopped delivering to my neighborhood. <gasps> yeah. Cause you were in like, like ground. I don't want to use, yeah. You were in like a bad area. No. I'm New York to me in general is a hashtag a bad area. Yeah. But no, I'm in a very nice, like I'm in a, nice no, no, no. Area. I don't mean like that. Populated. I don't mean like that at all. I don't mean like that at all. I mean, got hit by the coronavirus. Exactly. The numbers okay. were very bad. Then. Oh, Yes, yeah, the were. numbers in Brooklyn were bad. Yes, definitely worse than Manhattan, and but not as bad as I think Queens. Um, but I mean, everywhere in New York is bad. But like companies got so you have to understand, like none of us have cars. 
Right. So none of us can go to the grocery store and pick up. So all of a sudden, millions of people at the same time try to get like Instacart delivery time. Right. Yeah. So no, it just all... everything shut down. So like yeah. Fresh Direct was like, we're not even doing your area anymore at all. Like, don't even wait for a time. We've just stopped your neighborhood completely. Okay. And then Instacart, Whole Foods, and Costco, I kept trying on like an hourly basis. And they all were like, no, no, no. And so I was just. I, I mean, but this I is something to, to really talk about too. So you get are getting unemployment. You have a little, you're not broke. You have some money. You've got no. some, a little savings. Yeah. What are people doing that literally the bottom dropped out? They can't get unemployment. They have no money. They're by themselves in an apartment. What the hell's, what's that I look like? Know. Or, and also you have the technical know-how to get these fucking Instacarts and this, that, and the other. What are like yeah. older people doing that are just like above you? Is everybody okay have, in your how building? Do you, how do you know? You might want to. I was like, how do you know my neighbor? <laughs> right? All of a sudden you're friends with the old lady above me. Um, I don't like, What know. the hell is she say, doing? I don't know. And I will say that like, like, it, like any social media has been helpful because people have been like, hey, I'm sick. Can someone go grocery shopping for me and I'll Venmo you? Like that's been happening a lot here. Yeah. Like, hey, I just got over being sick. I'm good. Does someone need anything? I can get whatever you want. It's been like two weeks since I've been sick or like, you know, people are making masks for people and like dropping them off outside and leaving them or, you know, so that's been happening a lot. Yeah. People have been trying to support others, but I don't know if you're too old to like have a Facebook account or if you like don't have a a cell phone. I mean, I know people that are grandparents are like cell phones, you know, they just don't think about it. And I just would hope that they have family that's checking in on them. Yeah. I mean, they have phones and stuff. Yeah. And TVs to know that they shouldn't go outside. But, you know, we keep saying we're all in this together. And we are. And we're all going through this collective thing that happened to all of us. But everybody's experience is so different. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like somebody said, it's like we're all in the same boat together, but some people are in Mm -hmm. dinghies. Some people are in yachts. Some people are just hanging onto the side of the boat. Yes. No. Very good. Very well. You like that? Yeah. I stole that. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's a good metaphor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I keep saying the other thing I wish, like, if I had a wish. Like I wished that I had some kind of outdoor space I could go to, like a yard or a, ba- a balcony or a backyard or something yeah. that I could at least get fresh air. Like I was like, yeah. the one thing I need is like to relax outside. And I have friends that are like at their pool and they're like, hashtag quarantine. And I'm like, no, no. Like, and I get it's not their fault. They happen to have a pool, you know. Right. But yeah, everyone is very different with how they're, what <laughs> they are kind of stuck in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Some people don't have apartments. I don't understand how you would be homeless or, you know, what if you got kicked out of your apartment or something happened? I actually know someone and I I don't want to like out them in any way. So I'm not going to say anything other than I know them, Mm -hmm. but somebody I know um, is staying with their girlfriend and they got into a huge like fight in the middle of all this. And Mm -hmm. it's stuck in this, apartment with their girlfriend but that like not speaking that yeah. is a uh, d- divorce <clears throat> is uh, like divorce re- not request divorce requests but like people <laughs> excuse me can i put in a request for divorce 
No, but like people yeah. contacting lawyers and talking is oh. like is up like crazy. Must be. Yeah. I but mean, like, where do you go? I mean, it's the whole thing with people that get like abused. Like, I know well, they that's get a horrible no, situation like, that's going on right now. And there's, there's, yeah. I wish I could say some of them now, but there are companies and I don't know what non for profits that are trying to help displaced people because they're literally, if you're in an abusive relationship, right? This is a bad fucking time. Right. Well, it's like, what are your options? Like, do you get out of the situation and get sick or do you stay in a situation? I mean, I don't know where you would go. No, it's horrible. Yeah. Or who you would even tell. Yeah, I don't, it's, the, like, who's a horrifying. teacher? I mean, in certain areas where you know that is more prevalent, and she was just talking about how she, how she can't stop thinking of all of her former students and all of the kids in the school that she went to, and how many situations that she would be terrified for those kids to have to be home all the time under specifically stressful, yeah, you know, circumstances such as these where you know the tensions are high and oh. Oh God, it's so, that's mm, awful. It's all really, 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 really not good. It, and it, what I, I was saying well, to John too last night is we don't even know we the ramifications that are coming down the pipeline from this just psychologically, we're not even quite aware of yet. You yeah. know what I mean? The the butterfly effect. And I, I, I don't know if we want to talk about that because it's so depressing, but yeah, isn't that- what? But yeah, can't but you know. can't know. I mean, there's people I was thinking about my nephew the other day who saw a person and was scared. And I'm and I'm thinking there are people that are inclined to have phobias that are now going to have phobias of people. Do you know what I'm saying? If that if you're that type of person that develops fears easily. Do you know anyone like that? Uh, me? <laughs> I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, are you I afraid mean, of people? Are you afraid of people at this point? I have had that feeling when I'm in by the when I'm by the window and I see people walk by. Not right now. I, I've come down from that, but there was a while there when things first started where I'd see somebody from afar and it would literally give me that sort of oh god, like it was a White Walker. You know what I mean? Not a white walker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, you know what I mean, though? But I'm just thinking through from a child's mind, the imprinting of people, the messaging that's being told that people are dangerous. Yeah. Right? That's a message that's being imprinted onto children. I should be telling them that. That's horrible. It's like all of a sudden parents are like, people are evil. Not in so many many words, (laughs) but when... This would be a perfect time for you to play that clip, John, that you played on the test show. Mother, mother, my mother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Also, I I do want to know if you're, if you, John, are... Who, me? No, not you, John. You're Johnny. See, this is confusing. And so, let me just touch on this for a second. This is where my, my, my split names first started, too, because John and me were both Johns in the show and the director would yell, John, move right. And we'd be confused. So somebody had to pick another name. Mm. And that's when I started going. It wasn't going to be me. (laughs) It was going to be him. (laughs) He's like, I got John and I got Johnny. I was here the year before. I was like, oh, shit. So uh, that's when I became John Brandt. Which is weird. There's a whole group of people that call me either Brandt. There's people out there that just call me Brandt. I forgot about that time. And then there's a whole group of people that call me John Brandt. I'm one of those people. Yeah, and here's one. It's weird for me to call you John. Like, it it feels very odd to me. That's so funny. 
Yeah, so that was my first split personality. You couldn't even give me Johnny. You didn't even go by Johnny that much, but I remember you wouldn't even. I know, well, that's because Scotty, because Scotty and Michelle and Marnie always called me Johnny, and so I had yeah. it. Oh. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, before we let you go, are you yeah. going to tell us, do you have any thoughts about when you're going to leave your apartment again? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I have That's no a loaded idea. question. No. I don't know. I mean, no, I'd, I'd assume that I'm going to need groceries in like another two weeks, maybe. Oh, okay. Could we, so, in the next two weeks, get some live updates about whatever it is that you're making and share that with our listeners? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes, nobody has, nobody has added me on Insta yet, so <laughs> your listeners really need to get on it. I need to get on it. It'll blow up once it hits the podcast. Let's say, That's let's when, give oh. us your Instagram handle again one more time before, before we let you go. Um, it's so easy. The okay. Boy Experience. The boy the experience. Boy experience. Okay, I'm adding you right now, because I gotta know. Yes. Okay. Oh yes, follow. And we wanted to have uh, bubbles on the show today to learn what a clown does in lockdown. I mean, can you imagine? Is he in a tent? Is he in a? Where is he? Is he in a? Why the tent? I think <laughs> he's, he's in a circus trailer. clown. I think a yeah, trailer. He yeah, because bubbles. He's never, he like doesn't really make it in the circus. That's the whole point. He's really sad and everything bad happens to him. I can't imagine it'd be going well right now, but he wouldn't be like in a circus tent. That would mean that he would be employed. When this is all over, Bubbles is going to have something to tell us all. That's what. Well, because Bubbles' whole shtick is he's a very depressed clown. Okay. Well, yeah. So, right. Sometimes you can't talk about your depression when you're in it. You know what I mean? No. That's my thought. That's true. It's true. He. This might be a time for him. I'll tell you, I never forget this. Um, a mental health practitioner. I wish I could get some of the mental health people I've seen throughout the years on this show, but I think HIPAA uh, gets in the way of that. But this one therapist I saw talked to me about how she worked in a psychiatric ward during 9-11 and how so many of the patients individually reported to her that they actually felt more normal than ever mm-hmm. after 9-11 what? because that collective depression made them feel normal it's not like they were reveling in this horrible thing it's just that suddenly everyone was sad and so they could relate better to other people does that make sense if you have sure. clinical depression so deep so now i'm thinking everyone is turning into a clown which is like a whole nother horror movie that is a horror movie. You didn't understand my point at all. It had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, and that means everybody is a clown. Okay. All right. <sighs> so one time it. we've got to have we've got to have bubbles on. We will. Yes. To, this is um, not. The, I. This is. This is not the last time that we'll speak to you. This is not the last to you. You're just in. You're oh. in early on this. This Johnny Spot experience. Oh yes. And um, yes. And you'll have to come back. Oh, 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 yeah! They loved oh you. God. They loved you. The kids love it. Is the horse nice? I'm so glad you're self quarantining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, children, <laughs> calm down, children. <laughs> Step away from each other, calm six feet apart. You're all too close. <laughs> you're all too close. It didn't sound like they were wearing masks either. I could clearly yeah. hear the yays. 
Yeah. Okay, John, it was so great talking to you. It was so nice to meet you. You're a delight. You're a delight. Hang up because we don't know how to hang you up. Okay. Yeah, we don't never know how to. You're gonna have to hang up your Just phone. Hang oh my up God, the phone. Johnny on the spot. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here. Bye. 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 <laughs> what a delight. So that's that's what we set out to do. Listeners in lockdown. Listeners in lockdown. That was there were so many levels to his experience in lockdown. And I'm really looking forward to traveling uh, along his journey gotta, of culinary <laughs> delights. That is- I got it. I got it. I'll be, I'll be I surprised if he shares that picture. On the because Instagram immediately. That took me from uh, the side because I was not expecting <laughs> <laughs> the level. He pulled it down. Well, we're going to get on, it beige, back. On, beige, on, beige. He didn't realize it was going to be famous. And now that we've all had some perspective and we're not taking it personally anymore, we can celebrate it for what it is, which is art. Yeah. Art. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So should we call it a day? I we should. It's 1025. We've, 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 we've had our people. We've talked to our guest. We, you know, I, I was, is Corey making bread? Is he pissed the dog? I, I mean, don't there's know. Some things is are, he pi- there are some things that we won't know this week, but we'll have to find out next week. I know Corey wasn't really responsive earlier, but he did show up and he was listening. Yeah, but he he could jump in here I at hope any that time. Dog got a good there's piss. always room. Yeah. I got all these lines that I can just patch in. I, I don't know if there's a cap on how many at people I can point, have. We'll have a party line. Yep. Yes, and we'll just dance to this. Right. Oh, we want to get physical. Everybody. Because we can't physically be near each other. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Alex. Uh, well. Johnny. It was a delight. What do I say to you about? at the end of the show? You tell me to. You thank me for being myself. Oh yes, <laughs> Alex. Yes. Thank you for being you. You are welcome. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Okay, gonna take us out with a song to end the show. Actually, first I want to give credit to the first song I played. So we started the show with Mbop, a cover of the song Mbop by Hanson, which came out in 1997. And um, the cover was by Scary Pockets. It was on the Scary Pockets YouTube channel. And it was featuring Lucy Schwartz and Adam Neely. And this song I'm going to take you out with came out in 1996. Remember, I love you always forever? Well, here it is. This is a cover by Jay Lavina's YouTube page. Sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Feels like Standing in a timeless dream I've lied, missed If they're rose Feels like I'm lost in a deep cloud Of heavenly sin Touching, discovering you.
rushing back to me Miles of a windless summer night Secret moments Shared in the heat of the afternoon Out of the stillness Soft-spoken Forever 